Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. On a Monday, it's your boy Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. Um, you know, sometimes we do this around the diamond thing. Sam and I touch on it a little bit. It's it's actually kind of fun. You got Dodger fan, you got Giants fan. Um, we won nothing except for uh, going to the golf course early this year, both of our teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I brought Sam back on because he wanted to talk about how awesome he thinks the Padres are going to be next season. And I said, Sammy, 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 <laughs> Sammy, 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 I can't have you on for that, but we can talk about the Giants. And so for all you Padre fans out there, my apologies. He might slip and say something offensive, but we'll deal with it. So, Sam, good morning on a Monday. How are you? I am fantastic. It has been too long since you and I have talked Giants baseball because we talk 30, we talk about all 30 teams every Saturday. And sometimes it's just nice to talk about my boys and black and orange. So, I'm excited nice. to be here. Just nice to talk about the boys. Yeah, it's so. just nice to be able to talk about my guys. I have to hear Dodger talk. Ooh, you know. rough crowd, rough crowd. I, so, I, look, I got to love my boys when I love my boys. Yeah, that's You can love them all the way through August, and then it doesn't matter after that point. All right, all right. All, all right. right, so what is your favorite childhood memory and your favorite adult memory you have um, with the Giants? Now, mind you, top fan rivalry followers that are listening to this, um, I don't know that Sam has adult memories yet because we're still working on that phase of it. Um, his I might have, officer. I might be 33, 34, 33. I don't even know how old I am anymore. I'm so tired, but cause it's so early, but it is, I have the mind of like a 10 year old. So I'm, I'm living you, childhood memories on the his daily parole basis. officer <laughs> has written me letters asking me. All how right. Well, now we're, it. now we're going a little far. We are, you know. Uh, no, my favorite childhood, my favorite childhood memory has got to be when, I mean, it wasn't really a child. Mm -hmm. It was more of like teenage years, like late teenage years, I'd say. But Mm -hmm. probably my favorite memory is going and seeing uh, the Giants pitch a, well, okay, wait, time out. Okay, you want specifically Giants memories, not just baseball memories in general. No, no, Giants memories. Giants okay, memories. so yeah, it would probably be All right, when cut. I got to Let's watch. Try this. No, I'm using. <laughs> it probably be going. when I forgot to do when I got to watch the uh, no hitter from our rookie. Yeah. At City Field, like right after, like a couple of years after City Field opened, that was awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, a favorite adult memory is definitely going to. My favorite adult memory is definitely going to see the Giants and the Mets in the wild card game in 2016. And Bumgardner about to be pulled from the game in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Connor Gillespie gets up and cranks a home run into the left side. Yeah, the left side of center field. And Jarrett Parker getting the callback from Bruce Bo's dugout to the batter's box. Didn't even, no warm-up swings, goes right to the batter's box, and I think on, like, the second pitch, cranes the ball to the wall that's caught. And then he comes back out for the ninth inning and closes the game out. Probably, currently, my favorite adult memory from... 
the Giants. So not too many years apart from each, but great, great highlights of live games I've been lucky enough to be to. So love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so what makes your Giants and the Dodgers such good rivals? How much more time do we have in this? I got <laughs> what? Like I, I you know, it's it's the only rivalry to travel three thousand miles. True. And True. let's be and let's be honest, as Intense as it was in New York, I think it got, I think it's more intense now in Cali. I mean, in New York, it was broken up by borough. Now they separated the two teams by a state. <laughs> they, they literally had to put San Francisco as far north as they could put it. And, and, the, and the Giants as far south and the Dodgers as far south as you could put it just to it, just to split us up enough, and yeah, there's, but, <laughs> yeah, but you know what makes it awesome? I mean, you have all these historical memories. What, what just to you, even when, <clears throat> even when the, in fact, I know this for a fact because at the end of this season, I was going up to San Francisco for a game, and you said, "I know our season's over. All I care about is the Dodgers don't get a hundred wins." Like oh yeah, hundred percent. To me, to me, a Dodger loss is almost as good as a Giant victory. A Giant win is always great, but when the Dodgers lose, for me, it's it, it's uh, my birth. When I my dad will always say this, and my dad said it to us when we were on when we first interviewed him. Um, you know, my birthright was to love the Giants and to hate the Dodgers. I tell people there are I believe, three, four colors. Red, black, orange, and then purple from my football team. But primarily black and orange are what I bleed next to red. I mean, the rivalry is just so intense because the fan bases are just so passionate about the their teams. Mm-hmm. I think, you know... It, like, there's just a pure, unadulterated, like, dislike for the Dodgers and the Giants. Now, you and I are really lucky, you know, because when it, our teams aren't playing each other, we're good. But when our teams do play each other, it's always difficult doing our around the diamond sessions those weekends because we're like, how about that game last night? How's this going? <laughs> you know, love for our Right, there's just a real love for our teams, and a real dislike. I don't know if it's like a dislike for the area, a dislike for the team, you know. But look, the, the like I said, this rivalry traveled three thousand miles. It started in New York, and it's the only rivalry to travel three thousand miles. What other rivalry has literally crossed the country and has been as strong on one coast as it is on the other? It's insane. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, for their teams was what makes it so good. It just. I, I agree. I agree. It's listen, you always level up when you play your rivals. And I don't care if the Dodgers or Giants are eliminated. It's always a fun series just to level yeah. up and watch it happen. They always play each other so good. There's never like. Mm-hmm. 
the like one side may play bet one side may have the more dominant season one side may end up having a dot like may, may have the boys be tight and then honestly how can you not love going back and rewatching Bumgardner Yasayo Puig fights you know cuz those two just purely hated each other without a shadow of a doubt just the dislike and hatred they had for one another is hilarious but yeah that's my that's rivalry true. i mean you have you have some good dodger giant rivalries from your you know that yeah. and then you always ask will clark oh don't ask will clark about the towers about his hatred for him but that's a whole nother podcast episode yeah well, yeah exactly um I, you know, honestly, these rivalries are so much fun. When the Dodgers play the Giants, it's always level up time. When the Dodgers are in San Francisco, when they're in L.A., I mean, Mad Bum, hey, go get it out of the river with Max Muncy, Yasiel Puig. Uh, I mean, you got, you, you got all kinds of fun stuff. Going back to the 80s, you know, it's a lot of good times. So I know that you've traveled to the stadium. I know that you've been around oh, the yeah. ballparks a little bit. So... Oracle or Candlestick? Which one was your favorite? So, I never got to experience Candlestick. So I can't oh, get I think you had. No. What kind of Giants fan are you? What are you talking um, You know, <laughs> I love or I like Oracle. I think Oracle is a beautiful park. Oracle, it, you know, it overlooks the cove. It's got the... It's the Food is fantastic. You know, it's a it's a focal point of San Francisco. I mean, is one of the you know it's the a highlight of San Francisco. Um, but Candlestick has just got so much history. It's got so many memories. It's got so much. You know, just it, roots. The roots that come from Candlestick. I mean, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna say Oracle because I've been there, but. You know, I I wish I'd had the love the opportunity to go to Candlestick. I haven't no. Dot fan rivalry followers, you you're allowed to ask Sam the same thing I did. Ask my dad. What kind of Giants fan are you? Never been to Candlestick. All right, all right, all right. All right so, have you ever driven by Candlestick? Have you ever driven by Candlestick? Have you ever probably. taken a tour before? I probably. I've, I'm more. I'm mo. I'm. Could probably say with like 99, 95% certainty I've driven by Candlestick, but no, I haven't had an opportunity to tour it. Um, you know, I know, no, I didn't get an opportunity to do that stuff. It sucks, but okay. stinks, but yeah. I was on a, I was on a podcast recently on Friday, actually. You, you heard it on Friday where a married couple debated what, where did they like baseball better, the Dome or Minute Maid Park in Houston? And you know, we both agreed that it would be fun if the county put some money into renovations to make it safe, and Major League Baseball did some heavy lifting to make it safe, and then you ended up having the Astros play 12 or 14 home games at the Dome every season. That would be a lot of fun. Because you can stick mm. 55,000 people and there are 60,000 people. So, and those tickets would sell out like that. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so... um. 
Now let's talk free agency. Now, top fan rivals followers, please understand, I've been doing this a lot with Sam around the diamond. He's become a good friend. Um, he ditched me in Philadelphia. He only wanted to spend like five minutes with me, but whatever. Super cool. It's okay. Whatever. I came all the way, but. Meh. Okay. You know, that was not the case. You know, uh -huh. that was not the case in Philly. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. This guy, this guy. No, I'm teasing, but he will never let me always hold that over my head. And but Sam will tell you that everybody's going to sign with the Giants. We know better than that um, because people I won't even to, say that want to play in October. Um, and so they might not be, you know, signing with the Giants. But Arson Judge was there for a little bit. So Seven Sam, minutes. Big free agency signings. Who comes to San Francisco? Arson Judge was there for seven minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything more than that's showing up. And it'll be the great. <laughs> Anything more than that's showing up. I'm just saying. <laughs> Carlos Correa was there for like, what, a week? <laughs> a week, yeah. <laughs> so then he so lasted, big and then lasted three weeks on the Mets. I mean, he's killing it. Um. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you a big free agency signings, and then I'm going to ask you about some trades. So talk okay. to me first on, on big free agency potential signings. So I definitely think we're we're going to make – I can't remember this kid's name from Japan. Uh, um, But they're definitely going to go in on him. I definitely think they're going to go in on Shohei Otani. Um, you know, the Giants are in a are in an are in an interesting position because you saw it last year. They brought up a lot of rookies, and they're going to keep bringing up more young guys to play certain positions. So their so their salary like numbers are going to be very shrunk. You know, if you look at what the Giants, you know, the Giants are not a team team to they try to avoid it as much as possible. They'd like to get value for their players. But I think they've seen over the last three to five years that you need to invest. I think over the I definitely think in the last two years it's become very prevalent and obvious that they need to invest. So I definitely think they're going to be a front runner for Shohei. I definitely think they're going to be a front runner for um, the kid from Japan. I can't even think of all the free agents. You know, let me. 2020. Blake Snell. He might be. I mean, he had a great relationship with Bob Melvin. So he. He might come over. He might be willing to take a small discount, especially if the Giants are looking to if he sees that the Giants are making heavy investments to bolster that front front uh, front um of the starting rotation. I mean, look, I definitely don't think Di Scalfani is coming. Di Scalfani is not coming back. Um, I don't think Cobb's coming back. Um, no, not Cobb. Sorry, Wood. Wood's not coming back. Cobb is Cobb is gonna. They're definitely picking up his option. Um, Mania, I'm curious. I'm very interested to see if he's going to opt out because that's going to obviously play some roles. But I think now with us bringing in Bob Mel about that in a second, um, I think that's going to drive a lot of guys to come here. Um, but looking, I'm pulling up the free agent tracker right now for coming into this. <laughs> 
the first, the first name on the free agency tracker is Mel- Miguel Cabrera. I'm like, okay, well, that's not, co- that's a, you know, we all know he's not going to be around that long uh, in the free agency market. Um, exactly. But, you know, there's guys that I think are going to be interesting signings. You know, you got, um, you got, uh, Ryu, who's a unrestricted free agent. Kershaw is an unrestricted free agent. Now he's not coming to San Francisco, but Kershaw is an unrestricted free agent. You know, it would be like Bumgarner would never go play in San- in LA. You know, it just or or here, better example, Buster Posey, if he hadn't retired and became an unrestricted free agent, would never go and play in LA. Wow. Be like Kershaw, never going to play in San Francisco. Um, what are you saying? Well, you know, that's debatable. I mean, Kershaw, Kershaw uh, has trouble, stru- you know, he struggles a little bit in October. So San Francisco may be a fit for him. All right. All right. You know, I don't. <laughs> um, But you got, um, you know, Jock, you know, now Jock is an unrestricted free agent as well. He likes San Francisco. He likes the clubhouse. He likes the guys, I, you know. And so he again being the end his end his wife loves San Francisco loves the guys love his wife loves the wives I would bet she's gonna play a role in it. so I think they could get Jock on a discount especially because his numbers were down from last year so you bring him in similar to what you did this year but you give him a little bit more playing time um, Wayne writes an unrest- Wayne writes a free unrestricted free agent but he's gonna retire. Um, Longoria is going to retire. Crawford, who do you think Eva Longoria is going to retire? Knows what's going to happen with him. Julio Urias is a. I do think. I mean, I mean, Eva Longoria. No, Evan Longoria is definitely going to retire. Um, okay. what do you think is going to happen with Julio Urias? You know, he'll never play baseball again in Major League Baseball. I know, I know. That was. I'm sorry, that was not meant to be a dig, but he's on the list, so I'm going to. Yeah, he's, um, he's never played Major League Baseball again. Hater's a free, but you know, you got Josh Hater's a free agent. Um, Will Smith is a free agent again from te- from Texas. So there's a good amount of free. I mean, um, Matt Chapman's a free agent. Hoskins is a free agent. The Giants could be looking to make a play at him at first base. You know, with Lamont kind Lamont being able to play the outfield as well, they might look to bring in Reese Hoskins as an established first baseman with a good track record. So there's a lot of options I think the Giants have when it comes to free agents. Who was your guy that was your backup catcher again? Uh, we're not worried about catcher. We got Blake Sable as our backup. And, yeah. and we have who is go who is the future behind our plate. Okay. You know, and so let me ask you so, this. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Okay. So time, you, you mentioned, what's that? We got time. <laughs> yeah, we got time. Um, let me ask you this. You get a phone call from the Mets. And the Mets say, we want your number eight prospect and Blake Sable for Pete Alonzo. Do you do it? Ah, I stumped him, ladies and gentlemen. It's the first time I've stumped. It's him hard. In a it's years hard because again, there's there's value at first in free agency. 
agency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they can. That's where it's tough because again, okay, again, Joey Gallo is an unrestricted free agent. Again, Reese Hoskins is an unrestricted free agent at first. Um, who else? <laughs> they won't sign him, but Brandon Belt is an unrestricted free agent. First like ballot that. Hall of Famer Brandon Belt. Yeah. Um, you got Giovanni Yershell, who's a yeah. free agent. I mean, so there's young guys at first. But you're Pete not answering Alonso, my question. I know. Oh, when the problem for me is the un- I like Blake Sable a lot. He I brings care. I know, but I don't would you know. Do it? I, I, that's a tough one to ask. That, that's a tough one. I can't. I, I have to see who's our. I don't know who our number eight prospect is. <laughs> well, I'm just making it up, right? If it was outside the top ten, if I would rather give up two. prospects between 10 and 20 or give up top 10 and a top 20 prospect then give up Blake and number eight with a you know you know so, I'd even say I'd give up 10 and like 10 I'd give up 10 and 11 so I'll I'll sweeten the deal for you and, and a draft pick I'd give up a draft pick and a 10 and 11 prospects for Pete Alonzo because I mean you haven't yeah. signed Pete Alonso. You're gonna be when his contract comes up. You're in so they are in so much trouble. They're already buried deep. So here's so I'll sweeten it up for you. I want your number eight prospect. I want Blake Sable. Okay. In return, you get Pete Alonso, um, and he re-signs with the Giants on a three-year deal that's affordable hometown discount. Now, do you do it? How old is Pete? He's as old as he is. No, no, that, no. That makes a huge difference. Hold on. Pete Alonzo. I'm in front of my computer. It takes me 30. Make it a make it a five-year contract on Pete Alonzo. And I probably years. do it. No, you got three years. I can't do three You're... years. I can't. He's 28 years old. I can't do three years. I'm not giving the guy up. At 32, it's not going to happen. There's no way. If you give me a five-year contract on him, I'll do it all day. But I'm not going to give up a guy that's going to be in the prime. One, he's at the beginning of the prime of his career. By the time he's 32, he's going to be in the prime of his career. So what? I'm going to give him up when he's in the prime for a five-year contract. So when he's 38, he can go somewhere else. By the time he's 38, he's, you know, in bed by, you know. No, it doesn't make sense. My... Year wise, it doesn't make sense. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. No, I just I'm curious to see. I could three years is just not enough for Pete Alonso. It's not enough for me to want to. That is like a long term rental. I look at five like Hunter Pence was not like Hunter Pence was traded from Philly on a and they re-signed him to a five year contract. He became stable there. They like with three years, you don't find stability. I'll say this: three years gives them the gives the Giants the option to use him as trade bait if he doesn't play well. So there's benefit okay. to that, but it's not worth giving up youth for possible trade bait in two years if he doesn't play well. 
I feel like I'm negotiating here, but okay, I'll, I'll sweeten it up one more time and I want to see how crazy you are. So Top Fan Rivalry followers, if you're listening to this, you realize that Sam is just this side of the nut house, but it's okay. So your number eight prospect who's never played a game in the MLB, Blake Sable or Pete Alonzo on a three-year hometown discount deal with two one-year dual options. I'm not giving up our number eight prospect. The deal is off the table. <laughs> I know. I just found out who our number eight prospect is. It's not happening. Who's the, the number eight prospect? The deal is completely off Reggie Crawford. There's no way it's happening. There's oh. no way. He's <laughs> he's 22. He's in a he's in a plus level right now. It's not gonna happen. No way, shape, or form. Okay, Sorry. number nine prospect. Then I mean, no, I... because he's in AAA and he's 23. Pete, I can't find the jersey that fits me correctly, Alonzo. You're staying in New York. Have fun being on a team <laughs> where you're gonna fall in second place or less every year. Because you're not gonna because you're not gonna keep up with the Phillies and you're not gonna keep up with the Braves. So the Mets can be happy in third place for the next 10 years because that's where they're gonna be stuck. All right. Final question. Sam. Yeah, now, I'm, now not nego- I'm not negotiating with you anymore. You need I don't to negotiate because I've, with I've, I've closed out negotiations. I don't negotiate with <laughs> at Giants least with, at least for Pete Alonzo. Give me a better trade option, then we can have a conversation. All right, Brandon Bell. No. Juan Soto? Juan Soto would be interesting trade-off. That I might consider trying out some conversations about. Did you did you yeah, get I said dropped it. as a baby too many times? Yes. Well, that answers something. All right. <laughs> Final question. Um, by the way, congratulations to Bob Melvin. Bob, if you're listening to this, uh, I got your voicemail. I'll get you a call back when I can. Thanks for the call. I had to send you the voicemail. When you get him on, when you get him on, I better be invited. Oh, I'll invite you. Um, But Bobby was mentioning to me that they want to trade for Alonzo. So I don't know how much you want to be invited for this. (laughs) So I'll have a stern conversation with him. (laughs) There you go. All right. Final question for you. 2024 season is uh, spring training is like 119 days away or something ridiculous. It was like, yeah, I think uh, when, well, when, uh, Wow, I'm blanking. Yep. When me and Thomas were on yesterday, I remember he pulled it up and he, it was like 120 days or something like that. Yeah, he was. So what He's are so you excited. looking forward to about the 2024 season with your San Francisco Little Giants? <laughs> you had to throw the little in there, did you? Oh, sorry. I was just I was just clearing my throat. San little, Francisco. Little, little Dodgers. There we go. Um... <laughs> What am I excited about with the Giants? So I Bob Melvin coming in, I'm excited about that. It's going to be a breath of fresh air for the team. I think it's definitely something that's needed. Um, I think being able to get back to some, some, to the realm of a traditional baseball operation is going to be really good for the team. I think it's going to get them back to like a steady, even ground. Um, I'm excited to see more of our youth. I'm excited to see Marco Luciano come up. I'm excited to see what Patrick Bailey is going to do in his second year behind the pat behind the plate. Um, I'm excited to hopefully see Brandon Joey Bart traded. 
from the team. Sorry, did I say that? Joey, if you hear this, I hope you are traded from the Giants. <laughs> um, Joey, this phone number is... Value for you. Yeah, you can feel free. Um, I'm excited to see Kyle Harrison. I'm excited to see Mark. We have so many young guys that are going to be soon making their debuts that it's going to be exciting what happens in this upcoming season. Um, you know, it just kind of a reset is what I think I'm the most excited about. Just getting back to the basics of baseball. I like it. I like it. I mean, but you know you what know I'm really excited to kick off the year with? What's that? I'm excited to kick off the year with Tough and Rivalry Fan Fest in Las Vegas on January 19th. Yep. Yep. So exactly. And I'll I'll cover that in a second. I got an idea for you, Sammy. That Oof. will be good. But I thought I was giving you a nice segue. Hey, listen, <laughs> we're two games into the World Series right now, though. We can't oh, start talking true. about spring training. So um, I can, I can start talking about spring training. My team ended a month ago. What are you talking about? A month ago. A little less than a month ago. A little less than a month ago. Two months ago. What are you talking about? Baseball ended on October 1st. And you were out how many months ago? Oh, okay. No, I don't want to talk about that. No, the Giants still played until the end of the season. So I got to enjoy the Giants until the end of the season. Maybe five. All right, all right, whatever. But anyway, you were saying, um, you know, so, this is a great World Series. This is. Who wins it? I'm going to go. I'm not going with the National League. I'm going with my boy, Bruce. I hope he brings it to Texas. I love, I love Evan Longoria, but Bruce is my boy. Bruce was part of my heart for 13 seasons. So if I'm looking at who, like, Evan was there for a flash in the pan. Bruce has a bit of my, has a piece of my heart. He brought me three World Series. So I'm excited to see him hopefully bring it to Texas and lock that yeah. in. He actually took my information to heart. He called me and I had to send him a voicemail. But um, I texted him back and said, Bruce, stop pitching to Jordan. <laughs> and he listened to me. I mean, did he smart. notice how quickly? It was Bobo a smart Bobo. call. It was a smart call. Yeah. Just welcome and, in. And a guy in Houston named Big Dave says, hey, stop talking to Bochi. He's starting to listen to you. <laughs> like, God, I hate knowing everything. Houston, you know? the downfall is coming. Okay. So, Sammy, you said there's, what, 119 days to spring training? Something like that. No, well, now it's probably, I'm thinking about what it was on Wednesday. Now we're probably, like, what, 115 days? Does it matter? Like that. It does, because it's not here soon enough. Doesn't matter. Your countdown is not to that. It's 84 days away. Oh, yeah, because it's to it's the fan fest. It's fan fest. 84 fan days, fest. baby. It's fan 84 days. Fest. I'm so, so pumped. This is gonna be great. Top fan rivalry followers. Here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm gonna make this super simple for you. Sammy and I are gonna do this more often. You're gonna see us in the around the diamond. He's getting, you know, married here pretty quick, so he's gonna take some time off which we appreciate everything that he's done this season. It's, it's fantastic. Um, it's been my, ple- Bill, it's been my pleasure to hey, be a part we, of this. We love you and we appreciate it. And and so here's, here's the cool thing. And well, I'm sorry, I did the math wrong. Holy cow. I did the math. No, it's not 84 days. I was looking towards February 1st, it's not 84 days. 
I'm oh my gosh, I'm looking at it in the wrong. We're calendar. less. We're like yeah, seventy yeah. So something. It's like seventy nine days to Summerfest. Something like that. Anyway, it's we're, ridiculous. We're, we're, we're just right around the corner, um, and it is amazing what we're gonna do. Not only is Sam gonna be there, not only am I gonna be there. Not only are we gonna do some rivalry talks. We got other people like Mikey Bleeds Blue that's gonna be there. Dodger Danny's gonna be there. Um, there's gonna be AJ from Bleacher Brothers. He's gonna be there. Stadium Food Girl's gonna be there. Uh, MLB Trash Talkers is gonna be there. Um, you've got uh, Mets Meg is gonna be there. You've got Jen, who's um, a double A uh, mascot. She's already uh, committed to come. I mean, we've got some fantastic Stadium Chasing Halo is gonna be there. Like we've got a cast and crew that's going to be amazing at this thing. I guarantee you you're going to have FOMO. Here's the deal. Monday morning, I'm going to tell you this right now. This event is going to sell out, period. We only have a certain amount of people that can come. So go to Top Gun Rivalry right now. If you have not got your locker room yet, go get your locker room, okay? Locker There's only one is, code you should be using to get your that's locker room right. access, So by here's the, way. the code that you're going to be using. So on your locker room access, use the code hashtag ATD for around the diamond. Use that code. It's going to get you 10% off the locker room. In addition to getting that 10% off the locker room, it'll get you half off on two tickets to FanFest. Now, here's the reality. Just as so you guys don't think we're giving you a hard time. FanFest, if you don't do that, it's 150 bucks a person. If you do the things that we're doing in in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. I'm telling you right now, if you do the things that we're doing in Las Vegas, Nevada, it's going to cost you a minimum of about 400 bucks. Yet you can oh, get yeah. it all done for a lot cheaper than that. If you join the locker room and you buy your, your top fan rivalry fan fest ticket through that, it's going to be $133. You buy two of them. It's going to be like $208. Or if you want to just you and your friend to go, it's going to cost you 300 bucks. Don't buy the locker room. It's up to you. But I like the math of, of charging you less, so it's fair. Top Gun Rivalry followers, make it's sure a good, you do it's that. a good make deal. Sure. I'm yeah. a sales guy. It's a good deal. There you go, and make sure that you're following Sam at Grand Slam. Sam, uh, we have a lot planned, not in November together, but we have a lot planned in December and in January oh, for around the yeah. diamond. We we are going to have some fun. We got some guests that are going to be coming on. We got some awesome topics. Yep. It's yep. We we're actually going to be able to do a live around the diamond when we're at FanFest. You are not going to want to miss this because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hold up, Derek. That's right, legendary. Legend, Derek. Boom. Drop the mic, Sam. I love the fact that we've talked Giants to this morning, but we've got to get rolling. I got yes. other meetings. I know you got to get to work, so. Let's just call a spade a spade real quick. And we are going to say to the Top End Rivalry community, we are grateful for you. We're looking forward to seeing you in Las you. Vegas. Can't and, wait to see you. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys soon. I will see you on the field. Boom. Absolutely.